Us hunters need good glass. The well-balanced Zeiss Conquest HD binoculars provide outstanding performance for an amazing hunting experience at an unbelievably attractive price. The Conquest range will impress you with the largest field of view in its class. Even at long distances, it provides detailed views of wildlife and enables long, fatigue-free observation. A HD lens system gives great low-light performance and excellent target resolution. These rugged binos carry a 20-year Australian replacement or repair guarantee. Find your local stockers at osaustralia.com.au. With the crazy world we live in today, many of us seek the adventure of the unknown. Join us everyday Aussies from all walks of life share stories from men and women of all hunting camps. From tips and techniques to the emotional rollercoaster ride of fulfilling a lifelong dream, there is a story to be told by all. Welcome to Hunting Camp Down Under. Alright, recording today, so nothing too silly. <laughs> uh, that'll be the whole thing, mate. Hey, mate. That'll be the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, exactly right. Hello, guys. Um, yeah, I've got uh, Matty Moore here, and we're just having a bit of a chat. He's heading back home from a busy year up at um, up at Strathmore Station, chasing a few hogs and. Well, semi-busy. COVID kicked you in the nuts pretty hard up there this year, didn't they? Yeah, it was um, it was a bit of a harder year than we used to, but gave us a chance to get out and have a look around ourselves and yep. do a bit yep. of fishing. And yep. Sort of see the Cape, been there for a while now, and sort of haven't really got to explore much. Around. Yeah, yeah, no, it was yeah, it was it was um, interesting tagging along, watching your socials, and seeing you as Yane from fishing up north and look like he's did some good fishing and just look like different countries were running into, opening up, you know, in different areas. It looked freaking great. Mm, yeah, it was like a lot of, yeah, just a lot of exploring, like, oh, we haven't been here before, let's go, you know. And yeah. one trip going up north, it was sort of coming into the wet and they would have had four or 500 mil and we all heading to Weeper. And yeah, she was pretty slimy on the PDR and I mean, 40 or 50K an hour. and yeah, like yeah. Ran out of washer bottle fluid plenty of times, just mud everywhere, red yeah. mud. That was Shep, just on the trip up. That, that was just on the, the main road, the PDR. Like yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. What, what's meant to only take you five hours at sort of eight and a half or something. Yeah. So that's the general, um, when you say five hours, so if anyone's wondering one day, they want to head up there and go whack a hog or see what your five hours sort of from Mariba. Sort of thing, or that that's from Mareeba, and then Weeper's another five hours north of us as well. So. Right, eh? On right if eh? the road's all right, depends yeah. on the corrugations, dust holes, yeah, traffic, yeah, what's right, there, right, eh? yeah. So. Ah, very good, very yeah. good. All right, and um, you've been making your way home, and I see you freaking whacked a cracker of a chittle the other day. Mm, yeah, on the way home, and um, Smithy invited me in to have have another look around and and whatnot, so I was pretty. Yeah, pretty handy. I sort of hunted, hunted the chittle for about nine days, and oh, plenty of cracker stags around. Like, oh mate, it looked, oh. looked a treat. Like the the country just looked amazing. It triggering the grasses, mate. Everything. I suppose right now we're started off this year, 2021, with a cracker of a season so far. Like compared to the last few years, everywhere from one end of the country to the other, on the eastern side of Australia, anyway. As far as I've been keeping tabs, seems to be doing really well 
So it's going to be hopefully a good year for the everywhere. So yeah, it just looks a picture. Like you sort of got that. <clears throat> oh, on them river flats, eight to ten inches of fluorescent green grass. Mm. Got that higher grass starting to come in. Them river banks are starting to grow. Yeah. That yeah, we will find in the deer like they weren't so much out on the flats. They were back in the rivers there. It was more like more. Yeah, it looked like an oak oats crop, like yep. in, in on the river banks and stuff. You reckon you know? that's due to a bit more feed back on the river instead of out in the open flats? Or yeah, what? Yep. they don't have to go and chase it. Yep. Like, they're bedding in there, they're living in there, they, they just get up to their feet and they start eating. Yep. They don't have to travel. That's right, so. yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah. Well, they're, yeah. you know, they don't do what they don't have to do, so they don't got to go out there and expose themselves, they, don't, they won't, will they? No, no, so. no, but I had plenty of... <clears throat> Plenty of stalks and crawling hundreds of metres through grass and trying to get in on on big fellas and stuff. But, yeah, just uh, as the boys say, this time of year they just mob up in big mobs. Yeah. You might have 80 to 100 deer in a mob it's and a you of, might have two really good shooters. That's a lot of eyes looking at you, eh? Oh, yeah. The wind was pretty good. I never really got done in by the wind. It was just them them hinds. They, they knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And... Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to shoot anything out, out range too far anyway. Yep. So I've sort of got a max distance of uh, around that thirty yards. Yep. So that's yep. that's just how I like to hunt. So that's just a personal agenda. Yeah. That's it. So yep. I, I just keep that to that. Like I don't hunt with a rangefinder or nothing. It's sort of if I don't know how far it is, it's I'm too not. Far. Yeah, it's too far. I'm not close enough. So. Yep. Um, yeah, just stuck in there and yeah, got an opportunity one arvo. We set up on an ambush sort of spot because. Yeah, just too many deer to stalk and set up on traveling, a feeding area and a traveling route and sort of two hours hung in there and yeah, there was chittle feeding and then some roosts would come out and walk past us. They were sort of all out of range and we were hanging off these, these chittle for a good hour and they were milling around feeding and they just had to come closer and it was, yeah, eventually they did and yeah, got narrow away and it worked out pretty well so. I was pretty happy that. with that. And there was boars blowing in the in the river, and big stonk of boar come out there, and yeah, sort of raised raised some eyebrows. And yeah, when yeah, we were standing yeah. there, that would have been, on, yeah, I know you well enough to know that would have been tempting. Nice big boar <laughs> trotting past, like oh, you yeah. got, you know, big stag and a big boar, and yeah, no, that would have been an interesting interesting predicament to be into. Yeah, yeah, um, it's bread and butter, but I love it. So. Mm. I love shooting the big fellas. So. Yeah, that's the go. That's the go. And um, obviously, you would have whacked him with the new, the new pilot cut. Oh no, I've still been running ahead. That oh, I've, I've had for for ages. Like sort of, it's only yeah. I've been shooting that for a fair while now. It's sort of my first arrow in my quiver, yep. first arrow out of the quiver. Yep. So it's just one head there. I think it's taken half a dozen bores and you got a bit of attachment to it. Yeah, half a dozen bores there and. Shot that chittle with it, and yeah, I practice with that head and whatnot. I just sort of use that one arrow, one head That's until it. that. A bit of a good luck charm. Yeah, a bit of a good luck charm. I know. It. Yep. Yeah, just confidence yep. in it. It's like going to a three D. You've got one arrow. Yep. That you use until you either lose it, break it, or yeah. You know. Yep. So I just got confidence in that, and then once that happens to either go missing or can't find it one day again and and whatnot, I'll I'll move to the next one and I'll select ones so. that's the go but so, yeah well while we're on the subject the new pilot cut with the bleeders cracker of a design mate like, yeah no. he's been obviously thinking about that for a while yeah yeah it's and, been um, 
been in our heads for a while. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and it's look like it's playing out real well. Yeah, so we we've been doing a lot of material testing over the last oh, it'd be eighteen months now. Different materials, trying to get them right to to make sure this design can come out right. Yep. Um, and yeah, we've we've been testing it thoroughly over the last sort of twelve months. I'd I'd say before it even comes to market. Yep. So that's obviously just like a mix of not being too hard, so you can't sharpen it, and being brittle and not too soft, soft so it's bending, eh? Yeah, and so. yeah, just the makeup of the material. Yep. Um, you've got all these different components that go into metal, and how it's produced. Yep. Um, yep. And these are yeah metal injected, molded, so yep. we can add a bit of this and a bit of that to make yep. the makeup to what we want to. Which is, we do. I think, very overlooked. It's like a pretty intense science really, like getting metals right. There's more to it than what meets the eye, I'd, I'd imagine, on those scientists. But um, I think there's, yeah, there's, there's chalk and cheese between quality and and shit, basically. Yeah, so like, oh, from, we're all tradesmen, like Randy, Ian and I, we're, we're all from a tradesman background, hands-on. Um, yeah. I'm a boiler maker by trade, and Randy's a mechanical engineer. Yep. Um, and Summers is a mechanical plumber, so we've all been working with materials and metals yep. and, and going into the metallurgy part of that, yeah, it's a completely yep. different science and it's a complete whole new <clears throat> picture. Like you've got to look at what, if you add a bit of chromium, it does this. If you add a bit of carbon, it gets brittle. If it's not enough carbon, it's not hard enough. Yep. Um, if you add way too much, yeah, they rust. Like yep, yep. That, yeah. So anyway, we've we've been through through it all, and we've found something that's yeah, that's pretty good. Holds it, holds an edge. You can file it, sharpen yep. it with a, a diamond steel straight through, a bit of bone and whatnot. We've got yeah. Yep. And you've added a replaceable bleeder now. A replaceable bleeder in there. Um, you've got your normal bleeder, which comes in the pack. Yeah. Or um, when now we've got wide cut bleeders as well. So. Righto. That will go from a hundred grain head. The wide cut bleeder is twenty five grain. So mm -hmm. if you've got a hundred grain head, you slip it in. You've got a one twenty five grain head. Yep. That that's the wide cuts. Yep. Right. Um, yeah. So just a bit of versatility. Um, <coughs> some blokes they want to go and shoot shoot hogs, and they just want a two blade head. Yep. They just want that peno for the fighting pads, the bone structure, especially bedded hogs. Yep. Big fellas, and then. They want to hunt deer, they want a four blade. That's right, yep. Yeah, want more, more cutting area, more cutting surface, all that. So it's just sort of one head that turns into two heads, if you know. Well, you three, basically. Three, you can get a wide cut as yeah. well and put in there. So Yeah, you've got the best of both worlds, yeah. all worlds, really. Yeah, you've got so, the option yep. for everything. That broadhead's got maximum cutting area on the blade. Yep. But, a, like, doesn't have a lot of surface area. Yeah, that's like I... I do a lot of tinkering, a lot of testing, and um, yeah, I'll vouch that, that that low surface area, the design of it, with a big cutting edge, they still fly beautiful. Like, mm. they really do fly good. Like, a lot of people are playing with them. A lot of people get nice tight groups out of them. Yeah, they're, yeah, I think mm. they'll be around for a long time to come. Yeah, well, it's the design com concept has been going since sort of 2014, 2015. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, so yep. it's, yeah, it's been a long, a long it's road, a, but now we've, yeah, we've finally I, found I, something that 
Not, well, I, th- I think it may be even longer, that concept. Like, it, it could be. It I could remember be. years ago seeing drawings from some of the boys and people taking, hearing stories and seeing photos and seeing the heads that people taking the other heads and taking to them with friggin' files and stuff to try to make their own and friggin', yeah, yeah. They've, it's been a, yeah. it's been a long haul. And it, yeah, like we've, we've been in contact with all them, all them type of blokes too, to get their feedback, see what they want. You know, it's not just us testing. We've got a range of staff shooters that sort of get into different areas of the country and worldwide. Yeah. Different scenarios all the time. Yeah. And, they and fellas just, that get it done, yeah, like yeah. they're not just yes, insta famous people. Like they're fellas that time after time get it done on quality animals. They know that yeah, quality ain't a an option. You know what I mean? Like it's they're not going to shoot something that which is just cool. You know what I mean? They're shooting something that does its job. Yeah, that's right. Like they're they're out there all the time. They're they're not. A lot of they're not the blokes to be post everything on social no. media they're pretty under the radar but they know what's going on they've yeah. been hunting for a long time and basically yeah, they, hunt know their shit. they know their shit and yeah. they tinker they do this they do that so they give us the feedback that we look for we do our own testing they do their testing and like rome wasn't built in a day so that's right it takes yeah. a long time to get a product to what we want to get it to and the quality that we yeah. want to get it to with not just our approval we want to we would like to get a lot of people's approval yeah, you take everyone's opinions on board that is worth taking on board that's right you know, that's there's a lot right. of opinions that people try to put their opinion across it you know you don't need to be rude but sometimes ain't worth taking with a grain of salt yeah that's um, right so yeah but the fellas that use are relying on for information are fellas that really need to be taken note of yeah that's right like they spend upwards of 100 days a year in the bush like that's just minimum yeah you know and they're they're always getting it done like you said yeah and yeah that that information is invaluable it is it is yeah Yeah. you can't sort of you can't play a scenario out in your shed trying to test that sort of stuff you have to test it in the real world no shooting friggin blocks of metal ain't got a friggin tell you it'll tell you one thing that it's tough it'll but, show you the durability but that's all it's going to show you yeah so yeah, yeah no oh, i think um oh, i think you're on something real good there eh? yeah so, so it's going to work be along inf- with it <laughs> yeah it's going to be interesting to see what um Cayuga, yeah in the future comes up with i can see his yeah we've got going a f- gangbusters eh? we've got a few other d- design concepts there just sort of sitting on the side until we yep. get this down pat to how we want it. Yep. And then we'll go through with another one, you know, and yep. we'll just start tinkering and playing with that. And that's gonna be another four or five yearly project yep. to get it out there until we, we're happy with it, you that's know? Right. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not just a matter of drawing something on a piece of paper, saying, Louis, build this for me, and then trying to bring it to market. Well, that's right, no, no, no. So there's a whole bunch of hurdles and hoops you got to go through to make all that sort of shit. Yeah, and that's right. And like how how far can you push a broadhead? Like they've been around for thousands of years, and they all revert back to a same one same shape as a triangle at some point. Yep. You know, but you can make materials. Pointy end. end, Yeah. (laughs) You can make materials a lot better Um, these days with all the technologies and stuff around. 
you can make tolerances a lot better, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it comes down to a triangle. That's right. You know, right. So. so. And having the biggest cut you can, but still being able to fly. Still being accurate. Like anyone can screw a shovel on the end of it and friggin', yeah, she'll friggin' chop a deer in half, but it's got to get there. Yeah, that's right. And how it reacts to the energy that's behind it when yep. it does hit something hard. Like yep. these bows these days, the kinetic energy that they're punching out and the force that's behind something. Mm -hmm. is yeah it, it's oh. out of this world like it's yeah. it's crazy and you've got this little object at the front that's going to do all this damage that's taking that's the, taking the whole brunt yeah. of the whole thing yeah so yeah, yeah. no yeah yeah no i think he's um yeah he's just doing yeah doing the right the right way going the right way about it anyway yeah it's just no. a, and um i um i hear um you're doing a, some bow hunter courses and stuff now up north yeah yeah so <clears throat> i've been up there for five years and sort of done three years of bow hunting and i, I see a yeah a few blokes come up there and they don't know where to start yep. you know so we we just sort of run them through got the press up there now tune their bows make sure try and get their form right their release right you know trying to make them the best bow hunter they can make them yeah so, and now I'm just doing, yeah, some bow hunting courses and that's what we do. I get a few blokes up there, sort of Brad Murphy, Ian Summers and Brad Smith yep. that have got years and years of experience. Yep. Which are some of the best in the business, if not the best in the business yeah. in, in yep. the country. That's right. Like I'm, I haven't had their whole years of experience. Yep. I've got a little bit of experience underneath my belt. Oh, I think you're selling yourself short there, mate. You're a, you're a younger fella, but yeah, no, you've got a fair bit of experience under your belt. Yeah, oh, anyway. He's a, he's a, he's a humble fella, everyone. So yeah, if you yeah. don't know Matt, you know he's a humble bloke. Yeah. So, so anyway, I'll get them up there and they we go through um, the whole the whole thing. Brad Murphy does his course. Yep. We've Last time there, we calculated we had sort of $12,500 worth of release aids laid out on the table. Anyone could shoot anything, see how they felt before, if they liked a thumb, if they liked a hinge, if they just yep. wanted to be, have an index finger yep. release. You know, um, they weren't sort of spending money trying something and like not liking it, but they were getting guided through the process how to shoot that properly, yep. how that like release was going. That's sort of all on that first day. You know, yeah. not saying the release aids get taken away on the first day, but like they're there for the whole week. But yeah. that's the first day, you know, they're going through their form, their stance, yeah. making sure their bow's shooting right. Yeah. Um, then we will go out for a hunt yeah. in the afternoon and then it's sort of explaining wind directions, um, shadows, calling, like their yeah. manner, like mannerisms of yeah. animals, like yeah. hogs are a bread and butter species so it's a good place to start yeah and yep. if someone wants to experience experience it and get taught with from fellas that have been in the bush for a long time yeah and they can take on board what they yeah yep. they can you know and then the second day you'll go through and they'll start we'll start explaining how to choose your arrows what spine means yeah all this trying to get the accuracy out of their bow showing them that you can hit 20 cent pieces at 20 yards that's right yeah you yeah. know not. which i think is extremely overlooked a lot of people i don't think quite i don't know if they don't understand or they don't care it's one or the other i think mm. it's more they don't quite understand what yes. is achievable out of a out of a bow doing it right and with the right setup and the bow 
set up correctly, tuned right, the right arrow spine, and the right combination of everything, you can achieve, you know, hitting $2 coins at friggin' 20 yards all day. Oh, that's right. Like, so, and if, if your bow isn't throwing that arrow right and the arrow's kicking or whatnot, the arrow doesn't have that full kinetic energy behind it to punch in. Yep. And then the arrow hits the animal Sideways. Yeah, sideways, sideways, and it darts off yeah. into a different direction to you wanted it to. And well, essentially, the, the, what's pushing that broad head through is the weight of the arrow. So if it's coming in cocked and the broad head's trying to go one direction and the arrow's trying to force it another direction, like I'm no scientist or friggin' physicist, but I know you're going to lose a hell of a lot of friggin' power. Oh, that's which right. Yep. relates to penetration breaking bone if you have to yep and just getting that broad head into the right area yeah that's right yep. so yeah, yeah that's a extremely overlooked factor yeah so, so. we the first bow hunting courses that we done went really well yep uh, so i'm going to be looking at doing just out thing. of curiosity you got you got ian summers brad murphy brad smith yourself there's four of you fellas up there helping that, yep like when someone is interested in coming on one of these things you're not talking groups of 10 and 15, are you? Right. No, no. So we've got, say, if I'm in, if you're including me there, like I do my own other jobs when yep. I'm there, I am floating around camp and yep. I will be around the table at night time. Yep. But them three, so you've got sort of, I call them three coaches yep. and you've got four hunters. So it's essentially nearly one-on-one. So it's an extremely personal yep. thing. Like you're not getting, like I've been to a few seminars here and there where you've got 10 up to 20 people and... One, there's got big groups, so you get certain people that aren't, um, how would you say, they're, they're a little nervous, you know what I mean? You've got big groups they're of people and they don't different ask a categories. Yep, yep. So in them smaller groups, one, you get more comfortable with your coach as yep. such. Two, you're not going to feel like a dickhead asking stupid questions. Not yep. that there is ever a stupid question. No, there's you, never a stupid you know, question. There is, there is no. not, but some people feel that way. Yep, no, you know there's I mean? never a stupid question. And um, you're getting personal pretty much one-on-one -on -one with the best in the business. Yeah, basically. And like, we'll go out hunting and we do it at a certain time of year where the hogs are out on the swamps. Yep. So it's all visual. You can see it from a long way. Yeah. And there'll be three coaches and four hunters walk out onto a swamp and glass a swamp. Yeah. Then they'll find, they might find a boar up the other end or a boar will be coming around or mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be essentially a boar. Like if someone hasn't taken an animal before, we will put them onto a animal to yeah. their for their stalking tactics analyzing what the movements of the animal is yep body all, language body language thing. all yep. that kind of everything that comes into it wind direction cover shadows yeah all that and the rest of the the blokes will stand back or or females they'll stand back yep and watch it all unfold and then the other two coaches will explain sort of what's going on here yeah so it's not just yeah, and they, they get to see the whole scenario. And on that, you mentioned women. Um, if you're a girl and you're sitting on the fence about you're not too sure, I can vouch that these fellas up there are true gentlemen. You're not going to feel out of place. Oh, no. You're, you're not going to feel, I don't know, I can't say the right words, but you're in good hands. You yeah, that's I mean? you're right. You're going to be looked after. You're not going to be spoke down as if you're a woman. Like, get that out of your heads. And yep. You know, if you're a girl and you're not sure what's going on, 
You've got true gentlemen up there that will look after you. Yeah, and so, we've got females in camp as well. That's right, yeah. So, so you're I've, not going to feel out of place. No, you don't feel out of, out yeah. of place. Don't think that you're getting, heading to the, the great frontier of Australia with a bunch of blokes, you, you know, rigid, you know, they're good, proper gentlemen, which you will get looked after. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, we're, well, we welcome yeah. anyone, you know. It's just a, it's a good time, good atmosphere. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that are thinking about it and they're not too sure how to go about it. Well, that's right. And I can, yeah, I've heard a few stories, bad stories that we sort of don't want to bring up, but yeah, yeah, they, and I can see where they'd be coming from, you know, yeah. so, yeah. but not where they're to edu- help educate people and see, like, see them through sort of from the start of the week, what they, they come in and the end yeah. of the week is a massive change, yeah. you know, we, we've had a couple of blokes that have been bowing for seven years and they turned up and they said they learnt more in six days than they had in seven years. Which I will guarantee you will. Yeah. Like, even a, a fellow that's been around for, I don't know how long you will learn from these fellas. Like, oh, there's yeah. something that they've got to help. Like That's right. And they're willing to talk. They're willing to talk. They don't, they don't, same thing, they don't put it out on social media or socials too much. But if you're sitting around camp with them yeah. and you're asking questions and you're hunting them in that atmosphere, they're willing to talk and give you tips and, yep. and stuff like that. It's just And it is good it's... information. It is not shit. It's the right information that oh, Australian straight. bow yep. hunters, not just Australian, international bow hunters. If you just want to come from the United States as soon as all this COVID shit friggin' gets pushed to the side, like, yep. like yeah. And there's no, like for the US people or... Overseas people, there's no tag system here in Australia. No. We've got, you'll have unlimited opportunities, whatever you can, whatever yeah. you can stalk and shoot is available. Yeah. And not just the US, you know, anyone. Yeah, that's anyone what, yeah, in overseas, the world. yeah. We've had New sh- Zealand blokes come in, they loved yep. it, you know, just the, the opportunities you get through the week, like, is... Like, from the, if you are from the US, there's a chance that you would probably get an opportunity at more animals that you would get in one week of hunting than what you would do in five years of hunting. Yeah, that's right. Like and you, you just can... got numbers, 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 and quality yeah. as well. And then you just get, you can put all them scenarios together and, oh, I went wrong in this scenario. Yep. Oh, this one, we done pretty good and I got a shot away. And, yep. you know, you've, you've got the animal on the ground. Then you'll have another scenario on, oh, it didn't work out, and that might be all in one day. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Plus getting your coaching in sort of in the mornings, yep. you know, and everyone that turned up they all walked away with a a good mature boar at the end of the week yeah they shot a few other mob boars and a few couple of old barren sows that you sort of target out of a mob to hunt that one animal and by the end of the week they all walked away with a mature boar and the the time of the years do do the bow hunting courses which is early in the season correct yep like like i've been to cape i've seen it and it is that time of the year it is beautiful like you've got green swamps lilies lots of water like yeah maybe the numbers aren't quite as big they are still big but compared to in the dry yeah. but it is beautiful hunting it ain't stinking hot well no, it's no. still warm no it's, it's sort of it's just still over warm 30. for us fellas down here matt you're yeah. a freaking oh yeah yeah you like your heat but <laughs> it's still warm like 30s yeah right maybe on. 35 might be a hot day there in yep. in June. We run them there in yep. June, you know, so that would be a hot afternoon. Yeah. Um, but it's very, very comfortable. It's just after the wet season, so yep. 
yeah, everything looks a picture. It's beautiful country. Like, yeah, the yeah. big swamp with a big old black hog in the middle of it. Like, and places that so no one's been to because it's inaccessible in the wet season. No yeah. one's been to for months. And where we're hunting in June has dried up by September. So yeah, them animals have moved obviously to permanent waters from there, but they come back. Yep. And no one's touched them. Like, I can guarantee they'll be there right now with chilling on them lilies and as that oh, yeah. water's rising. Yeah. yeah. They'll be around nuzzling, getting mus- mussels and whatnot. No, yeah. one's, no one's hammering them. And so. that's when the hogs are at their fittest and healthiest too, aren't oh, they? They're rolling fat. Like, yeah, they're fat. Yeah. They're they look in very good condition. They're looking like a proper hog. Yeah. Yep. No, mm. righto. No, well, it sounds like, um, yeah, he's got frigging that dialed, eh? Yeah. So. Well, it, it's just trying to help some people out and give them opportunities while I can because I want to see better bow hunters. Yep. Um, better yep. education through yep. the industry. Yep. Uh, Which there is a lack of. Yeah. Like there is yep. an extreme lack of. Oh, the right information. There's that, plenty of information yes. out there on friggin' Bookface and all that crap. Yep. Yeah, but like nine times out of ten it's the wrong information it's someone that, yeah you know every I mean? everyone's entitled to an opinion that's right but, but you, you gotta, ask them why yep and there's no backup yeah but it's yeah it's good to have the people with the background that's right and the evidence yep. yeah you know i mean the evidence to back up what they're talking so oh and, yeah like, and again i can vouch for these boys <laughs> like i know them all personally and not pissing their pocket but they're good dudes they know their shit that's so, right, they, and humble. Yep, no, they are the they, most humble oh, fellas around. Yeah, yep. you, it's just good to be around them. Just good fun. Yep, hunting camp and learning a lot of information. Yep, so that's for yeah. So if anyone's out there thinking, oh shit, you know what to do, right? This is what you yeah. You'll learn more in this hunt than I can guarantee almost any hunt around by these fellas. Yeah, it'll give you right a good. Way a good step in the right direction yep. to understand why, where's, how's, yep. all the questions, they all get answered and you're sitting around the dinner table and it's eight o'clock at night and you've been talking archery and bow hunting for 12 hours and you're still talking archery and bow hunting until you go to bed. Oregon's the best subject in the world. It, it is, it's unreal. <laughs> so there's, there's plenty of time for questions, plenty of time for scenarios. We put footage up on the big screens, slow yep. motion arrow flights, yep. how animals react to a bow. Yeah. All this, yeah, or a lot of different, yeah, just whatever. Whatever yep. you, you can think of to ask, there's yep. always They'll an, have answer an answer for. An, an answer yep. or a scenario to help you out. Yeah. No, sounds like you've got a dialed. Yeah. Right, so you're on your way home. So yep. it's raining, pissing down up north right now, so you're heading down to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, heading back home. Got to get a real job for a while. So. Yep, yep. Um, got to keep, to, yeah, keep them. Got to keep the bills paid. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, we've got right. the rut coming up, so that's pretty keen for that. Get back in the hills. Got to transfer from a flatlander back into a yeah. mountain man. And Take off the Crocs and put on the boots. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> uh, anyway, it'll, no, it'll be good for me. And the jumpers. You'd, yeah. that, that cool weather would be... You'd be feeling it. Oh, I've already put an order in for some warmer weather and it's summer sitting yeah. at your place here and it's, yeah, right. it's chilly. That's right. No, yeah. no. But, um, and, um, so you're going to chase a few reds and a few fell away? Oh, yeah. If I've got time there, that's it. Like, I'll, 
that time of the year, my employers don't really like me because I'm sort of never at work and I can't, no. I don't turn up for long enough hours or yep. or whatnot. But I don't know, I'm just driven to be in the bush. Oh, it's a that. special time of year. Yeah, mate. yeah. I, I don't know how anyone can miss it. It's a special time of the year having them friggin' them fellow bucks croaking and them big red stags roaring like, yeah, there's nothing like it. Oh, yeah. So. Blows my mind. I, yeah. I love it. So. Now I've got a few hunts sort of lined up and plans for that. Um, hopefully they go ahead and yep. it'll be it'll be nice. You know? Yep. What are you trying for? The, what are you what are you chasing? A big red or a big fellow? What's your oh, main focus this year? I just like oh, anything that's mature. Yep. I yeah I'm happy to take anything that's sort of mature and if I like it, yep. I like it. You know. So yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so hopefully I can find one and yeah chase him around for a couple of days and get him done. You know. Yep. I, I don't yep. mind a, a bit of a hunt spotting him and then hunting him for you know a good solid week and try and yep. get it done just hunting that one animal no that's the go that's so the go. yeah i dare say there might be a few mountain boars that walk past me so I'd, I'd, I'd imagine um from 12 months ago to when you get there the countryside is going to be a picture it's going to be different compared to what from i haven't been down there yet myself but hearing reports from locals down in that central new south wales or anywhere from it's just a picture right now, like. That's what I've heard too, talking to a few mates there and a couple of them are roo shooters and stuff and they're just that, yeah. Yeah. Straight in this area where we sort of hunt, they're struggling to even find the find the roos after they sort of shoot them and box them. Yeah. So box them, you know, like the grass is that long and which is good, we needed it. It's, yeah. It was well, terrible been, last year. She's been a long, last couple of years have been a long haul. Like them, them farmers, yeah, I mean, they've been feeling it, like the poor buggers, like, oh. you know, and they got friggin', well, anyone who's had anything to do with these properties, you know, and they're worth a lot of money and they've got a lot of bills to pay, you know, and there's a lot of overheads and these fellas are relying on rain to oh, make it happen. I take my hat off to them how tough they are to stick it out. Oh, like, they're tough. It's, yeah, yeah it's not, not easy, like, good seasons, good on them, there's a, yeah, they can sort of hopefully pay some bills back and whatnot yep. and we continue to get a bit of rain. So they'll be able to essentially probably dig themselves out of a hole. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they were digging holes and throwing cattle in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, like yep. they were like generations and genera like the stories you hear, generations of breeding stock that they were just dying. They were, yeah, had to destock them or they were dying. Yeah, and had to sell them or, and, or they were dying. And sometimes the market was that flooded they couldn't get rid of them. That's so, right, and they're not worth nothing when there's no rain, so. They all skin and bone. Yep. All yep. they feed, they try and feed them and was trying to get hold of hay was the one thing and then the transport costs on the hay because they had to come from down yep. south. And yeah, yep. it was it And was on top terrible. of that, they got friggin' hogs, roos and friggin' deer eating what little grass they did have. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, one one block there that I sort of do a bit of hunting on. He's a mad hunter himself, and yeah, he was sort of hurt, like shooting shooting the crap, taking out yeah. a few numbers of deer. And when that come around, he had to sell all his cattle because the deer ate him out, and he just had to shoot the deer as well. So. Yep. Uh, you got, yeah, you yeah, got, you to, got to do what you got to do. So. Yeah. Yeah, the bank manager's not going to go. Oh, mate. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> you poor bugger. Oh yeah. You know, no, they, no, they, yeah. definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want their money, so you got to make it happen. So, no, yeah. righto. And um, so what time? When you so you get your head down for the basically the summer, which is the wet season up north, and then you 
As soon as she's dry enough, you head back up north, correct? That's correct. Sort of hopefully leave start of May this yep. year. Um, I want to do a bit of fishing in the barra dams on the way up. Might chase another chill around. Yep, yep. And yeah, get up there and sort of get everything ready for the incoming season. So it's pretty full on. Yeah. Week to week, back to back. Alright. Um and yeah, see what see what twenty twenty one brings. Well hopefully it's um better than last year, that's for sure. Oh I hope so. It'll um hopefully um this coronavirus or whatever you, yeah, coronavirus freaking calms down, they open our borders up and get Australia back to normal, well, the world would be great. Yeah, the so, world would be excellent. Yeah, get the world. Well, let's just start to get Australia back to normal, and then, um, then, but then New Zealand, and then we'll worry about the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, so, that's right. Because you know, there's a lot of hunters that have been essentially tied up for the last twelve months. Oh, like everything, had... all our hopes and dreams that we all had planned, which was just basically knocked on the head last January, and it was like reined in. Yeah, like, so. Last year, like we had our season booked out and then COVID hit with all border closures and stuff. And then we sort of re, rebooked what we could. Yep. And then... Because you could only take Queenslanders, couldn't you? Yeah, it was Queensland and South Australia yep. people. And then that got knocked on the head because we had a second wave coming through. So we essentially had to wipe that season as well. And then we had to rebook some more blokes yep and we ended up booking booking in and clearing three seasons last year and then we only ended up with half half a season of hunters that could make it right make it in so anyway that's good for 2021 because so you're booked out this year booked out right so if you freaking want to go up there this year no good you have to save your pennies for next year we, we like to watch the, what the weather forecasts are doing and if it's going to be a late wet season, we'll extend our hunting yep, yep. through to sort of mid-November. Yep. We'll just, we just have to wait for that, uh, that seasonal outlook that comes out in August yep. before yep. we make our plans because the worst thing is I wouldn't like to book someone in now in November and they turn up there and we get 150 or 200 mil of rain overnight or for two yeah, days you're sitting there in the camp twiddling your thumbs we can go out yeah like that first rain can be devastating to the hogs sort of disappear out onto the sand ridges and just getting around and more just, so. and getting around like yeah. getting around is the hardest thing you know you're winching you're bogging yeah <laughs> um it's, yeah yeah certain areas you can't go to the river might come up creeks yeah. come up all that kind of stuff but if the outlook the seasonal outlook's looks like it's going to be later yeah well we can handle the, a few storms yep and and whatnot and yeah as long as it's not monsoonal rain that's right and yep. yeah we're right we, we can still sort of hunt. we can hunt so it's sort of five years now i've been there and starting to figure out how to hunt them hogs late later in the season with them first yep. bits of rain well it sounds like you've got it pretty well dialed or and didn't opened up country too like places that had never probably oh, no seen white man no that's <laughs> right i this year definitely i had to fight a fire and that new track is essentially going to be a new hunting track yeah um, so that's a thing you do up there a lot of people think well maybe under the impression you just go out there and go hunting like you're not just up there hunting like you're managing the station 
taking care of it, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I work um, work the station, take care of it for any bushfires and fires. Yeah. As well, run the hunt. So that's your main priority is fire maintenance. Yes, fire, fire preventative and fighting fighting yeah. them and all fire preparing management. for it. Fire yeah. management. Yeah. So, because yeah. late season October, crispy, dry. I haven't had any rain because it's the dry season, and we get a, our first storm through. That's a lightning storm, mm -hmm. and lights the place up. Yeah, because like, a lot of your early storms are dry storms up that, there, correct? That's, that's so right. You get, yeah, a lot of lightning, a lot of thunder, and they probably don't drop much rain. So you've got dry tinder everywhere, which is just a recipe for disaster, really. That, that's right. So, so throughout the year, in between hunts and, and whatnot, I'm grading roads, putting fire breaks in, yep. burning at the start of the year when you still have dewy mornings and watering the creeks to use them as fire breaks. Yep. Like, mind you, this place is 600,000 acres. Oh, yeah. No, she's a small country in some <laughs> parts of the world. <laughs> and that's right. It's 50 kilometres by 50 kilometres. And yeah. there's a lot, of, a lot of area to hunt and there's a lot of area that I've got to take care of yeah. as well. So yeah, um, it's pretty full on at times in the season there. So No. But it's it's all good. It's oh, you're busy, but you're not you're not out there sinking beers, catching barrows, shooting bulls, are you? <laughs> Which some people would be led to believe, like you're out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's that sinking beers and catching barrow and shooting bulls might be the afternoon on the way back from either grading a road or inspecting the boundary fence or clearing tracks or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. not ever. Yeah, it's not just a holiday for for. No, eight not. months of the year. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, now there's actually work involved. Yeah. So those that think, oh yeah, let's be an outfitter, let's be a guide. Yeah, there's more to it. <laughs> there's a lot more to it than the end. Like the so, the end, the hunting at the end, having the blokes there, and hunting for that week. That is the easiest part. Yeah, that's the, out of the whole thing. That's, that's the cream. The, that's the end. That's the reward. Yeah. Of the work that you put yep. in and having the blokes come up and. And females come up shooting boars and having a good time. There's yeah, puts a smile on my You'd face. You'd make some characters, wouldn't you? Oh, unreal! And they're just yeah, yeah really, really good people. Yeah. Uh, You'd yeah. meet some cockheads too, but as well, wouldn't you? Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share of them around. Yeah, but anyway, so, that's that's just their attitude that they have, and it's yeah. their problem, not our problem. And yeah, that's just how they. That's it. You do the best you can by people, and oh. that's it. Yeah. Yep. We we do what we can to. To please people, and if you if you're not pleased when you come up there, well, there's something wrong. I reckon. No. Like, no. Just being in Cape York, yeah. I reckon, is just. Yeah, it's a magical place. Yeah. Yep. So she's beautiful, but brutal. That's it. Oh, That's yeah. really good to describe yeah. it. Yep. Like most women. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, we won't go there, will we? <laughs> uh, very yeah. good. All right, mate. Well, mate, yeah, she's been a good little yarn. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it was good. Yeah, it was. And you got a, oh, what is it? From my place to your place, what? Six eight, hours. Is that all? Six and a half hours. It's only from the station to town, so it's yeah. all right. Oh, no, from here home, because you're heading home today. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's only from, like, Strathburn to Mariba. Yep, yep. So it's only a quick trip into town. We'll get, we'll get yep. her done. No, very good. All right, guys. Well, again, if he's um, on the fence about what broadhead to use, I recommend Cayuga. <laughs> check them out. Yeah. yeah, check them out. Get onto the boys. You hop on their website. Right, there's um, there's plenty of people to back them up, and I'll back them up. And um, also, if you want to go chase a hog, or you 
like if you're an experienced hunter and you reckon you know what you're doing, just book a hunt in and go with the boys. If you, yeah, one of your pointers, I recommend, highly recommend these um, bow hunter courses. I think, I, I, even if you think you know what you're doing, I recommend you just go. You will learn from the best in the business. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't say too much more about that. Yeah, if, if even that time of the year, the yeah. fishing's pretty good too. So you can get a fish in, catch a few Saratoga yeah. and some Barra. Um, yeah. You know, like if, so. If, if well, someone wants to know, you know, and get, in, or get know a bit more about it, like what's the deal? Who do they contact you? Uh, just contact us on Instagram at Cayuga Adventures. Leave yep. us a message. Um, my number's probably on there as well. We've got yep. an email there. Yeah. And you, you're happy to talk to people? I'm happy to talk to people. I'd rather phone call than messages. Yep. A five-minute yep. five phone call over what goes on up there and answers your questions is better than 10 hours of messaging back-to-back. That's right. Like we've all, all got lives. We're, we're all busy. All, yeah, and I'm in the bush, out of service, in service, out yep. of service. Um, yeah, so being in front of a screen all the time, yeah, it's not my forte. Yeah, just give us a, me- a message, yeah. to grab me number. Yep. I'll, I'll get your number, I'll ring you, we'll have a discussion over the phone and that sort of goes a lot better than yep. messaging back and forth. Yep, yep. And um, again, booked out this year, but you can plan ahead. That's like next right. Year's gonna be, every year's just going to get better and better up there. Like, like the place is just, every year it's getting better. Like the yeah. hog numbers are getting better, you're getting to know the country better. Oh, that that's right. And we've... It's a pretty special place because a lot of places in in the Cape either have rivers and permanent river holes. They might have a few swamps and some dams. Yeah. What really brings Strathburn into it is our spring systems. Yeah. Like so we have dry dry creeks. Yeah. Creeks with puddles of water in them. Swamps, springs. Yeah. We've got man-made dams which we hunt. Um, you got everything. We got we got, you got everything. A river. You got yeah. You yeah, got the whole we lot. have we have everything. You know, food yeah. sources there. They're going to be there. Yeah. Um, no, that's and it. there's like we only sort of hunt one third of the place each season. Yeah. And I got into some places there this year, and just for personally hunting. And I've never been in there. Been there yep. five years, yep. and that's the first time I've been in there. And you just I'm just like wow, yep, rightio. So that's the plan for next year. I'll put a few more roads in and yep. so we don't have to do that 4Ks in 40 degree heat over top of a sand ridge. Yep. You know? Just opening up country. Opening up country. Yep. So yeah, again guys, get on the Coyote Adventures and uh, get yourselves a hunt, eh? And a packet of Broadheads. Yep, and jump on the Broadheads website. There's a bit of information there about adventures as yep. well. Yep. See, so he's got some friggin' cool swag at the moment too. Some shirts and hats and yeah, they're, they're and jumpers. Like, that's friggin'. The boys are done well there. Yeah, bloody oath. Yeah, no. Nah. They're nah. all available online. Yep. Grab them. Um, they're available up at the station too. Yeah, right, eh? So yeah, right, eh? So you can look cool walking around camp. Yep. That's the game. <laughs> that's the game. All right, guys. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for chat, Matt. No worries, mate. Thank and, you um, for having me on. Yeah, we'll see the rest of you fellas on the next Hunting Camp Man Under. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Hunting Camp Man Under podcast. If you would like any information from today's show, please don't hesitate to contact us on huntingcampdownunder at gmail.com or simply hit us up on any of our social media outlets on Instagram or Facebook. Be sure to join us next week for another awesome episode and we look forward to sharing another story from Hunting Camp Down Under. 
Bye for now.